Welcome back to the Golden Perceptions Podcast. I am Angel. And I'm KB, of course. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. How are you, friends? Um, I'm good. However, I must say, we are strongly considering putting ourselves on camera because y'all have to see the bloopers that happens before we can actually <laughs> get ourselves together enough to start the show. Can we be wilding, y'all? She be doing the most. Really? It'd be hilarious. You always make it out to be me when I think it's you, actually. The people might see one day. They gonna be able to judge that. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored, and I'm going with that for the rest of the year, okay? Yes. That I'm is down. all I have. However... Tonight, 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 we are going to do something a little different. We will be playing a game called Unpack That. In, I guess, lieu of Women's Month, this game will be between me and my wonderful, beautiful friend. Don't be extra. Da, 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 da. Unpack that. Therapy in the box. <laughs> therapy in the box and our relationship we like to think is a healthy relationship as two women you know building a relationship and a friendship over the past few years and we thought that in lieu of women's month we would celebrate our friendship by unpacking some things you know unpacking some ish see and y'all think it's me okay i can't say that you can but you just you be doing the most and it's okay sometimes it's okay. okay all right I'll behave. So, how are the we going to start this? Well, the way it works is um, five categories, guys, which is um, the good, the bad, tough questions, wild card, and reflection. So, we will take turns picking a category and we will each answer the question under the category from the card that was picked. So, you can go first. Pick a category. Um, I'm going to always start. Good, you know. You know. That's too good. All right. So my card says, in what ways have we grown together for the better? And I have to answer first and then you answer. Okay, go ahead. Um, I would have to say we have grown together for the better to give context to my answer when um as she liked to say I left her and I moved away um I actually think that made us much closer like we grew much closer from me moving because we both had to really put in effort and work toward the friendship to continue in a healthy space I agree with that 100% That's your answer too? Yeah, I would say that's probably my same answer because there were things that when we were here together, I guess the thought of being in the same city was like, oh, I'm always going to see her at work. Always got time. Or Mm -hmm. I always got time to see her. And so we kind of were not always seeing each other, Mm -hmm. but we would still always make an effort to see each other when we did. Um... I do miss the Target runs. Me too. But, you know, it is what it is. My girl had to elevate. She had to grow. And I can't 
stop that because that's what God got going for her. And I believe firmly in her growth and the growth of her family. And I celebrate it. So much appreciated. Yes, I'm suffering, but you know, the Lord got things in store for me. So you're not suffering. You'll be here soon. Um, So (laughs) I'm going to go with a tough question. You ready for that? Okay, so my card says, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? (laughs) What am I still trying to prove to myself? Um, I, if I can honestly speak, I don't think that I'm still really trying to prove anything. I think I'm in a space currently I won't say that I have not been there before where I was trying to prove to myself certain things, but I think I'm currently in a space where I'm just allowing God to show me things. Like I'm not operating in a let me show myself or let me prove to myself. I'm kind of outside of that. It's like Mm -hmm. I'm done trying to prove to myself what I can do. I'm done trying to tell myself who I am. Like I literally am surrendering that over to God and allowing him to prove to me who I am, I guess. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um well in the spirit of honesty, mm-hmm. I think for me what I'm proving to myself or trying to prove to myself is that I am enough. I spoke before probably more times than once about feeling being in a space where I was feeling like I was just just a mom just a wife like mm-hmm. really desiring something for myself that I can call my own that I accomplished um and I'm really trying to prove to myself that I am enough maybe the me being just is once you told me before KB that maybe that's just what God called me to do to be these things I shouldn't you know pot you know actually try to go out seeking to be anything other than what I am and in the space that I am in. So I think for me, I'm trying to prove to myself that who I am and how I am in this space in life is enough. And I love that for you because if I can elaborate a little bit, I I remember you being in that space and I do remember us having that conversation and me saying that to you. Um, but I also think that now you're, you are outside of that space. I think there has ha- been a certain acceptance that has happened mm-hmm. in your life. Like you have accepted, I am a mom, you know, I am a wife. I am all of these things. It's the, I am's for your personal self mm-hmm. that I think you're now seeking like, okay, I have, I know that I'm a mom. I've operated in that to, you know, I won't say your fullest capacity, but maybe you have, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. And now the I'm enough is saying, okay, this is the thing for me. You know, Mm -hmm. like this is the, I'm showing myself that I am capable of, if I do desire to do more than I can, I have that power and I have that will and the strength to do that and still love my family and still be present and still be, you know, all of these things. I also would like to say that in your growth, which I have um, been blessed to see over time, I think that you may also be in a space where 
you are proving to yourself that you no longer have to accept people for who they are Mm -hmm. and allow them to just be that and allowing them to in your life to be those people to you you Mm -hmm. are now like creating these boundaries you know with your relationships and saying hey I get that that's who you are but I don't have to be accepting of that I get that yeah I think that you're there I literally had that conversation with myself just like okay because a lot of times people are like well you know how they are that's just how they are and so I had to ask myself, like, is that okay? Is because that person is that way and it makes me feel a way, whether uncomfortable or disrespected or whatever the case may be, am I being, and I talk about it all the time, true and mm-hmm. honoring myself by just accepting that? What about who I am? What about just how yeah. I am? So I literally had to come to terms with, you don't have to accept that. Just because they're that way, you don't have to accept that. So that is a very true statement. I didn't really realized I was at that space yet but yeah guys that's pretty much what we are proving to ourselves so where you want to go next Katie um I mean let's give a little balance let's go to the bad okay the bad okay so my card says was there a time where I made you feel judged Mm. I don't ever remember a time I felt judged by you. I mean, I can't, I don't, I don't see you as a judgmental person. I do see you as a very fact speaking person and all the time it might not feel good and it's not dressed up pretty, but it's always truth in it. So I've never felt judged by you. Yeah, I am a little facts speaking. I can't help it sometimes. (laughs) And everybody can't accept that. So I think that the fact that I am that way Mm -hmm. and you don't, you don't judge me for being that person alone, but outside of that, you don't, you, you've never really judged me for anything. I feel like you're the most selfless person that I know that in times when I feel like I need to come to you with probably some outlandish behavior that I've had or like things that I've done that was absolutely crazy like I'm, I know I'm out of my mind but this is what I did or like let me confess that this is what I, you know have yeah. been doing and you wouldn't judge me you might <laughs> you might be like friend I mean <laughs> but yeah it, but there is this like non-judgmental way of you handling me when I am in those spaces because I can get a little you know and oh, the know. way that you ha- right in the way that you <laughs> handle me is with always with love first and then it's with the truth and then it's with direction yeah and I think for me even hearing you say that I didn't really know that was something I was doing or practicing but for me I literally have a constant prayer to God, like, help me not to be judgmental. Like, I don't, you know, like to be judgmental. So in that, it makes me like, okay, I never want a person to feel like their feelings are invalid. So even though you might be coming to me like, okay, and I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you did that or you said that. It's like, okay, you're not wrong for how you feel. And she didn't even tell me before, like, friend, you always say I'm not wrong. 
because you're not. You felt that in that moment. I never want to take away from what you felt, but let's talk about how you could have did it or handled it better in that moment or what key, what do you feel you could do next time to be in a different space? Because did that feel good to you operating from that place? Like, so I kind of always just try to think about it from that point. Like I never want a person to come to me with something and it's like, why would you do that? Or you're, you know, that was a yeah. dumb move. Or it's like, I never want anybody to feel that. Cause I wouldn't want nobody to handle me like that. Like we all are sometimes, sometimes out of character. So I just yeah. like to, make people know like okay you're not wrong for what you did unless you're absolutely positively wrong like okay yeah you shouldn't have did that I don't sugarcoat it but I do like people to know that their feelings are valid yeah and I think that just on the flip side of that if I've ever been wrong you've been like friend I I get why you did that or why you may have made that decision but that was wrong Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like yeah you were wrong in that and I think that that's to me not judgmental because it's a reflection of you saying hey I hear you and I see you I see you know where you are in this space and Mm -hmm. I get why you might have made that decision but at the same time that doesn't make it right exactly literally from a place of love like look yeah okay I love you so I'm going to tell you when you wrong like it's not going to always be, I mean, of course I'm not harsh, but it's not going to always be, I'm not a yes man. Like, yeah, I, for you sure. know, we're, we're not like that with each other. Like we're not yes people. So I'm definitely going to let you know, but I, I'm going to always lead with love. Like, yeah, I handle people how I want to be handled. Like so seriously. So, Same. yeah. Yeah. So mm. I love that for us. Me too. Y'all better get y'all of us. Uh, get you a chicken salad. Yes. <laughs> chicken salad. Yes. Get you a, You better get you one. Listen. Uh, what was that question? Did I answer that or did you? Uh, no. That was my question. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with a wild card. Mm. Okay. Living on a wild side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh man. What? <laughs> That's what you get for trying to live wild. <laughs> <laughs> Give each other three compliments. Yay. Ain't no yay, bruh. I finally get to do it. Okay, you ready? <sighs> Is there a way I can mute while you talk and but the people hear you? Okay, y'all. If y'all have heard on past episodes, y'all know that sometimes I try to compliment her and affirm her. And this is not just on record on the recordings. This happens in real life. Like anytime I give her like any hype or any kind of like affirmations or anything like she cringes so bad. Yeah. Like so bad just really wish people could feel what I'm feeling when it's happening and I just pray I don't know what that is maybe she can explain that one day but I just pray that the number of times that I continue because I will still do it no matter how she feels that one day it just breaks whatever that chain is keeping her from being accepting of it and anyway let me get back let me get to um you know saying what I need to say to my friend Friend, you ready you ready for your compliments? Yes, yeah, just just do it. 
Okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna talk, talk to y'all. I'm not gonna talk to her because she can't even look at me. <laughs> she can't even look at me like y'all should see her face. I just want to tell y'all, like, my friend is the most beautiful person, like, physically, mentally, spiritually. Like, she is just a dope being. Like, you would have to experience her to, like, really know this, but she is just beautiful, like, inside and out, right? So, we won't even talk about, like, the first time I met her but on other compliments like she is also a very like intentional person like she calls herself a planner which we both know like she over plans and over does everything including plan and <laughs> that's a great attribute to have but at the same time like I think that what I love about her is that she's intentional about everything so our friendship, like, you know, with her family, like with her husband, like how she just does things in her daily life. Like she's super intentional. And I don't know if that aligns with anything else outside of what she might need therapy for. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that about her. Like maybe that's one of her like little flaws. You know how like you love a person so much, you even love their flawed parts to them. I think that that, that might be a flaw of hers that I love, but still any, anyway, how many more intentionally waiting on you to get done? They said three, like let's be intentionally conscious that it said three. Okay. How many did I, that was two. Okay. Yes, so I got please. one more. Okay. Okay. So the last thing that I love about my friend is she gonna ride. Okay. Like she, even if she don't agree with me, she gonna ride and then she gonna be like friend why we do that friend why you have me doing that friend why you have me in this space like friend why would you but she gonna ride and I love that about her like that to me is like the epitome of a good friend like somebody who is intentional about your your friendship your your relationship with them somebody who's gonna be present and ride for you like whenever it's time and uh standing beside a baddie me because my friend is bad okay okay just in case y'all didn't know thank you for that um i think i should <laughs> I think I should have went first because now I don't even know how I'm going to relay my three because I'm all uncomfortable on the inside parts. I probably should let you go first. <sighs> okay. So my three would be that my friend is very, 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 very selfless. Like when I say selfless, it'd be the see a stranger on the street need a ride uh-huh. put them in the car and pray the whole way to their destination selfless like uh-huh. I don't know these people they might kill me but God <laughs> <laughs> that type of selfless also my friend is like literally she said it about me but she is literally y'all like ride or die like I can call her and we already talked about this before I'm gonna freak out first and then figure uh-huh. it out she pulls me out the freak down like, okay, whoa, 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 wait. We can th- we can figure this out. Like, uh-huh. we're going to figure this out. And let's do it right now. So, come down. So, she be ready. That's like Real 70% ready. of our relationship. It, it really is. 
<laughs> um, and also, guys, you guys don't see us, and we again we're possibly working on that. But my friend can dress like she is a stylist. Mm. She literally will plan out her clothes for the week she and be ready to, to go. That. She might need to find her shoes the day of. <laughs> However, she be looking so nice. She can dress. Y'all have to see it for yourself. Like my friend is everything. When I say everything, I mean everything. So yeah, those are my three. Period. Okay. Mm-hmm. What category you got next, ma'am? I'm not too much feeling on the wild side. Let's do a reflection. That's a category. Okay. okay. Yep. So my card says, describe a life-changing moment we have gone through together. <laughs> okay. I'm a, yeah, go ahead, friend. Okay. I think we talked about this in episode one. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, a life-changing moment was the time where we spoke before. We worked together. We worked the same shift, so we were ride together. And it was a bad snowstorm by the time we got off work. And we parked in the parking structure. And as KB is driving down the ramp, we noticed that there were like three cars that did a spun out on the little ramp part and was just stuck there. So she yells out, friend, take the wheel. And I took the wheel. (laughs) I don't know why I took the wheel. I don't want nobody going to be able to take that wheel, but Jesus, but I took the wheel. It was nothing for me to do. Nowhere for us to go. We did hit all the other cars. However, (laughs) however, Let's just be clear on what this ramp looked like, because y'all need a description, right? The ramp was a spiral. All of them not like that. The ramp was a spiral ramp. Yeah. So like once you once you hit the top and you start to go down, that's like in the first curve is where the cars were piled up. All the cars already like like turned in blocking the ramp like there was no way for us to go anywhere but into another car exactly it was no turning back at that point it was no swerving to another side like it was only hit the cars and she yelled out like we about to hit we about to hit friend take the wheel and i took the wheel (laughs) and i took the wheel (laughs) y'all I took the wheel, but couldn't nobody do nothing with that wheel but Jesus. Okay. It was already, like, the wheel was already already turned as much as it could turn. I'm like, friend, take the wheel. She was like, she was like, how you want me to just just yank the wheel? And I'm like, what was holding it? And we just went down and slowly bumped into the car in front of us. And it was just like, okay, we It was just that. But the reason it was, um... The reason it was a change, a life changing moment, because y'all both know we always look at things on the spiritual standpoint, you know, mm-hmm. and we talked about it later. Like we both felt like, but I'm gonna speak for myself. KB can give her own perspective of it, but that moment was like God defining our sisterhood, our friendship. In that moment, yeah. just thinking back on it, it was like. Although I don't know how I'm going to affect this next move, I'm going to do something. Right. It literally, it literally felt like 
I ain't even stopping to think how dumb of the how dumb of a move this is. Like I ain't nothing I can do. I'm just jumping right in there for my friend. Like it defined our friendship to that point where it was like, wow. When I thought back on it, it was like, wow, God, that was you. Like you literally put us in a position to like I didn't think. And all she knew was to call out to her friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You had to be there to understand it. I don't know. Yeah. When it through this recording, but like it literally was a defining moment. Let me take y'all a little deeper because for me, like the question to that car is my same answer. So her answer that she gave was my exact same answer. I think that that was probably the most determining moment in our friendship that I was like, okay, like she my friend for life because it was for me like I didn't know what else to do and I'm not somebody that easily calls on another person she not like it's really hard for me to be like oh I need help or somebody help me so at the fact that when this started happening and I had done all I could do with that wheel I was like friend take the wheel and she grabbed it and I, I won't even lie she probably don't even know this but I felt better knowing that both of our hands was on the wheel no matter if we was running into a car or not indeed indeed and for me it was like it, it was a moment where I was like okay like this situation is going down in history with us because she is just that person that I felt could be there for me in a time when I didn't have it enough for myself or enough to save myself. You know what I mean? And I think that she holds true to exactly that today in my life. Like I can count on her at any moment. Like at, at times when I'm up at two or three o'clock in the morning, guarantee she up. Like, I might be thinking, like, dang, I need to talk to my friend. And she'll, like, send me a little IM. I mean, yeah, a little DM. Or she'll send me, like, a text message. And I'll be like, oh, she up. And then we'll start, like, texting. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just been that in our relationship from that moment moving forward. And to me, that determined, like, yeah, we in this. And I know we fun. laugh about it because it is funny. It's comedy. You had to be there. Yeah, but- for sure. <laughs> If I can be honest, you know how you go home once we finally got home that night after standing in the cold for hours. Man. Um, <laughs> you go home and you think about stuff. And I really feel like in my heart of heart, God spoke like that was me. Yeah. I think we both needed that. Like we both needed that. Not that we were consciously questioning our friendship but we both was like where are we like this too good to be true where are we going with this like yeah and for whatever reason that moment it did then and it still do to this day sticks out it's funny as ever because i visualizing it but it's literally a defining moment in the friendship the fact that i was like take the wheel is usually something that i would have normally said to god but i think like I don't even know why I said friend take the wheel knowing the wheel couldn't turn anymore I don't know what I was expecting her to do I but just grabbed it and braced myself y'all even after the fact we were standing it, it was a snowstorm that day okay like we, we had just to wait for the police and tow trucks to come it was a snowstorm we were literally standing in the snow right 
but we laughing because she like, friend, why would you tell me to take the wheel? You know, the wheel couldn't turn me. She just kept asking me that, like, friend, I just can't believe you told me to take the wheel. Like, friend, what? <laughs> Y'all, the wheel was already ticking as far as it was going to go by the time I grabbed it. But I just grabbed it. It was no she question. Just like, it. And I was like, and you grabbed it. And we just started laughing. Like, because she did. She grabbed it. Like, and I don't, I don't even, like, I didn't even have my license at the time. I didn't. <laughs> what did I even think I was doing? Like, <laughs> Could do nothing with a car. Hilarious. Oh my God. But yeah, guys, (laughs) you had to be there. I know we laughed, but you just had to be there. But that was our um, defining moment and our friendship for sure. So I'm going to go with the good. Let's see what we got here. All right. What are your goals for our relationship? Um, well, obviously, one of one of our uh, initial goals, outside of it even being a goal, we just knew that when we became friends, we were supposed to do something together bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, we both said it. We both felt it separately, and then we had a conversation, and we realized, like, okay, you feel you feel that too. I feel that we should be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that something kind of turned into this podcast and you know although I think that we're just getting started with this thing I think that we will be doing a lot more things together so my goal for our friendship is that as we continue to grow together like we get money together yes like we build more brands together like we help more people together like you know we continue to uh build our families together you know um I don't know just kind of uniting like what we have already and just making it closer and bigger is yeah kind of you know what I was yeah. saying is a goal I would definitely agree with that also um for me um, a goal for our relationship will be number one, keep it is so keep it how it is, so we don't gotta say how it used to be. Oh, period. Um, number two would be to just a lot of what she said, like, but like seriously, we know we were supposed to create something together, and whatever that thing is that God told both of us about is bigger than and beyond both of us. So we're going to um, keep working until that thing is not just a thought. It's Mm -hmm. a manifestation, you know, so. For sure. That would be that for me. Okay. And Mm -hmm. and y'all watch for us. Don't don't Mm -hmm. sleep on us now. Y'all gonna see it rise of the phoenix. Mm -hmm. Okay, where you going next, friend? Mm. Let me do a wild card. Let's see what that looks like. Spice it up a little bit. Oh, play a song that makes you happy. So we can't technically play a song on here because we don't want to get copywritten, right? So I will just say what my song is. And then I guess we can figure out how to post it later. Maybe you guys can play it if you haven't heard of it. It's a song I'm pretty sure everybody heard. (laughs) 
But the song that makes me happy and the reason why it makes me happy is because in a time in my life where I needed, I was motivating everybody and I needed something to keep me going in the mornings or during the day, I would wake up every morning and play while I got ready for work. Alicia Keys, This Girl Is On Fire. Mm. And that was like my theme song for quite a while. And even still to this day, like when I listen to the song, it just makes me like happy. Like I can't help but sing it, but it also brings me back to that moment where I was like persevering. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. I love that. Well, for me, um, a song that is keeping me not only happy, but motivated right now is Prosper. Um, The David Michael Wyatt edition. Um, like she said, once this, when we release this episode, we'll put maybe YouTube links on our Facebook. So of course, if you haven't heard it, or if you heard it and that was your song, you ain't heard it in a while, you can go listen to it. But that song, um, has been getting me through cause life been life been for me lately. Mm-hmm. And to hear that song, it just fills my heart with so much joy, so much hope, so much strength just yeah. to prosper like to keep going everything I talked about with God it's it's making me believe even more we'll go we'll get to those places just you yeah. know it just really makes me want to keep going and keep trusting like it that song has really been getting me going like yeah. it's been on repeat like it's a almost beautiful every day. song it's a beautiful song oh my in, God. A, in a beautiful tone mm. I mean the tone mixed with the words be like oh my god you have to hear it like yeah it's like I, I love worship and that song will have me laid out on the floor worshiping like every mm-hmm. time I listen to it I have to like honestly catch myself if I'm in my car or somewhere like I worship lightly but like mm-hmm. if I'm at home and I listen to it baby yeah yeah so we'll post that link so you guys can hear it as well if you have not heard either of the songs or you haven't you just want to hear it again it'll be there for Mm y'all so I think I'm going to go with I'm scared no I'm not going to do a wild card because I ain't got time (laughs) let's go go with a tough question Uh, okay what was the saddest moment in your life Uh. So, the saddest moment in my life to date would have to be, hands down, that my mom passed Mm -hmm. in 2021, actually January 2nd of 2021. So, my mom passed away of COVID, um, and then we just had a really long battle with COVID. Like, she was in the hospital for, like, two months, and on these ventilators and things like that. And I obviously was the uh, person that was supposed to be making all of the decisions. And so I was speaking to these doctors day in and day out and relaying this information back to my family. And there is nothing like being the pillar or that strength in that moment for your entire family. Mm -hmm. Like, to be the one receiving the information is one thing. To be the person that has to get the information, Delayed. obtain it, 
and then re- and then get yourself together enough to relay the information all while physically fighting back and forth with these people to save the life of a person that you love but relay information over to your family as if everything is okay and it's going to be fine but you know you tooth and nail back and forth with these people mm-hmm. you know you have to be and I I don't know how I did that I'm giving all glory to God because I don't see myself today being that strong to do it again the way that I did it that day or during that time um that hands down was like the worst thing that I had ever experienced in my life you know obviously my mom was losing a mom one is just devastating to anybody but I think that not only losing a mom I lost my best friend you know, I lost my pastor. So technically I'm grieving three people in one person in one loss. And it's like, you don't know what to do when God decides to make an angel out of the person that you thought would always be here to guide you through, help you and protect you, you know, in certain situations and certain things at certain times. And it's like, you also have this battle with God and man, hands down, that has been the most detrimental part of my life today. And I'm on God's strength and time in these days. Cause I can, <laughs> I can definitely understand that. I can definitely relate to that. Um, for me, the saddest moment in my life, would actually be losing my grandmother who just passed away in January, who raised me, who adopted me. Now I did lose my mom and I talked about that briefly here before. And I thought that was bad. I thought losing my mom was bad, but losing my grandmother also, also made me one realize I have never grieved my mom fully and two also made me feel like lost like I don't have nobody like I literally for weeks in my mind after my grandma passed it was just like motherless child motherless child motherless child I don't I didn't tell you this but it just kept popping in my head like wow I lost two moms Like, I lost two moms. Like, yeah, she was my grandmother. She didn't birth me, but she raised me. She, everything I know, everything I am, part of how I operate is because of her, you know? Yeah. So to lose one was hard. But losing my grandmother really just made me realize I never fully grieved my mom. And now I just feel like. I don't know. The one thing I felt like I was blessed with, like, oh, okay, situations happen. You don't have your mom growing up. Then she eventually passed away. Thank God I have my grandmother. Yeah. Thank God she died. You have somebody. I have somebody. So I, and it could have just been the devil just trying to eat away with me. But I promise you for weeks, it's been motherless child, motherless child, motherless child. And that, that, that was affecting me badly. Like, 
Like you don't have nobody. You don't have a mom. You literally don't have a mom no more. So it's just bringing up a lot of emotions, but that that had to be my saddest moment to date. Not to take away from my mom passing and that I wasn't sad, but to lose my grandma stirred up emotions and mixed with losing my mom. So it just made it all more worse. And I said on a previous episode recently that I'm literally every day fighting for my life mentally. Like it's hard. Like I get up there, I laugh, I joke, you know, you guys might can't hear it in my voice or our voices, but it it be hard. Like mm-hmm. it it really be hard at times. But yeah, so that was the saddest moment, and I think we should just move on before we be on here boohooing on this thing on episode. So, um, where are you going next, friend? Oh, let's get me get some good. Let me get some good energy. Okay, good. Uh, what is one difference between us that you like? Um, one difference between us that I would like is that, like I said, I freak out first and think about it later. <laughs> it can be like, it's okay, which is annoying in a moment, but it's common all at the same time. She literally be like, it's okay. Calm down. We can figure this out. In that tone. And it'd be like, literally, do anybody else comment and let me know. (laughs) If y'all ever, you know how when people be like, calm down when you're freaking out. Like, is that the worst thing to do? Although she's not saying, you know, it's okay. It literally be like, that makes me want to freak out more. Like, let's get to the next sentence. Because now I'm freaking out even more because you're telling me to calm down. I feel like I am calm, but I'm not calm, but I'm calm. So, um... I I do like that. Although it drives me nuts in the moment, I do like that she is always optimistic. She is always like looking at the better in the situation instead of the situation. So I love that. Okay. I like that. That was nice. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. Um, so what do I like? What differences do I like that we have? Is that is that what the question was? Yeah. What is one difference between us that you like? Oh, um, hmm. I have a few, but I'll try to pick one. Okay. So I think that I like that we are kind of two different people, but we're the same. Like. It's a lot of things that we do the same, but it's a lot of things that she has sometimes the thoughts or the mind to reflect things in a different way than I do, because my mind will take me far, quick, right? And she'll be like, okay, friend, calm down, bring it back, like, (laughs) really? Reel it back in, like now. Let's break this down, like part by part, piece by piece. And I love that about her because it, it, for me, it'd be I'm gone already. Like <laughs> I'm gone. But she, I love that about her because we it kind of balances us. Like yeah, 
with us being like the same in a lot of ways, we're also different in a lot of ways that brings balance to our relationship. So, yeah. And then even just hearing you talk about what you said versus what I said, we kind of pretty much said the same thing, which is making me get another perception of it, which is when it's the other one situation, we know how to be we're like it's like having a child not saying neither one of us is somebody mama but like having a child it's like your kid come to you with their knee bleeding because they fell off their bike although your insides is freaking out with them yeah you're like okay (laughs) it's don't cry we're gonna clean it it's gonna be okay like literally that's our friendship like okay i'll be hearing her and i'm freaking out right with her but i don't want her to know i'm freaking out with her but let's let's go there let's start here (laughs) you know yeah so it's pretty much the same thing for sure yeah okay i'm gonna go with a tough question okay let's tough it out what is something about me that makes you uncomfortable <laughs> um yeah got i it. don't think that i don't maybe the way you react to bugs like <laughs> that makes you uncomfortable <laughs> No. I'm the one that's uncomfortable. <laughs> they just get bad and I just be like, I don't know what I don't know if I should help her you don't, or you like laugh. not help her. I don't know if I should laugh or not laugh. Like it don't necessarily make me uncomfortable. It just be like, in this moment, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to laugh and let her figure that out because I can't even get to kill the bug because I'm laughing so hard. It's just like if y'all see her the way she freak out with certain things, I just be like, girl. I don't like bugs, guys. That's all that boils down to. And to answer the question, <laughs> it's not even funny. I feel like you visualizing something. Oh, yeah. And now you just over there laughing. Um <sighs> so nothing about KB makes me uncomfortable. Like I can't, I don't have anything. Um but anytime I have, we have had uncomfortable conversations, but they were needed. So it wasn't like yeah. a bad thing. So that would be that. And I would even say when we have those uncomfortable conversations, you got to understand, like, it's hard to have an uncomfortable conversation with somebody you don't want to lose as a friend mm-hmm. or somebody who you don't know how they will react when you say this to them, you know, like. You have to literally just trust in in the fact that, okay, I know I need to say this and I know I need to say this to this person. I just hope that we can be friends once we're done. And then the way that we receive each other when that happens just keeps us going. Yeah, Yeah, it's organic. Very organic. So, yeah. Where are you going? Um, Let's do another wild card. You don't like wild cards? They scare me. Create your own question. Mm. Uh, Okay, so my question to you would be in what situation did you ever feel like you needed to pump the brakes for me? Like I didn't know, but I was coming to you with like an issue and you didn't say it at the time, but you knew like, okay, I got to stop her before she 
Um, there was a time, but I didn't pump the brakes. Okay, so. And. And candidly and freely speak. Thank you. Okay. It was at, it was toward the beginning of our friendship. We did have some time under the belt, but we wasn't that years in. We wasn't even a year in. And my friend was making a decision about moving in with her significant other. And she had reservations, which made me have reservations. And I kind of felt like she knew. No, I'm not going to even say kind of. I knew she felt as though it wouldn't be a good situation if she did it. Which made me like, okay, yeah, it won't be a good situation if you did it. But I did not pump the brakes for you because I felt like at that point in time in our relationship, I did not feel like it was my place. And I didn't want to ruin ruin the friendship that we had made thus far. I see your face and although you felt like, girl, what? I just didn't. I didn't feel like it was my place at the time. I didn't. I was still figuring out my place. Okay. Now I have to ask because there were two instances where I moved in with this person twice. So now I need to, and you were there for both of those. So was yeah. this the first or the second? Both. Wait, what? And both we had years of make the mistake twice? Are you really my friend? <laughs> I'm really your friend, but sometimes just like a child, again, you have to you have to let them bump their head. You did it once. Baby, you I should say, drag me out by my legs. No, 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 no. Again, we're going to talk. When you have a child, don't mm. touch the fire. It's hot. And they touch the fire and they find out it's hot. If they go to touch it again, how do you teach them? You let them touch it. I told you once. It's hot. You yes. touched it again. It's on you. So it was literally like, you did this. You've been here. So now it's I have to let you. And also the second time, by that time we had some time up under the belt. We did. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of y'all are like, well, you're not our friend. If you No, I don't. I, at that point, I did not feel like it was in my place. I felt like, shh. Through conversations. Yes, baby, breathe. <laughs> I need to be able to work this correctly through conversations and being there to see and experience certain things with this relationship. I knew the second time you were at a place where it was like, I I have to make this last ditch attempt to see if I should really walk away. And I don't know if you know, remember recently I asked you like, Hey, when you moved in that time, was it because? Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. I knew that. I just wanted to hear you say it. To make sure you have made the right decision. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I knew like I had to, at that point, I had to reserve my feelings and let her do it. Because I felt like if she didn't, it would have been a, a, a forever cycle. Not yeah. necessarily study moving in and out, but like it wasn't going to. And that was the, the turning point the second time. So I feel like at that point I had to. Yeah. And then just to speak to what you're saying, I really appreciate you just even allowing me that space because I am hard to do. When I love somebody, like my love is love. It ain't like half love. It ain't like I'm playing with you a little bit here. My love is like for real. So in that love, I'm very protective over what's mine or what I'm creating with this person or what I'm, you know, developing. And I think that even if she would have tried to give her, you know, benefit of doubt, because I don't want y'all coming for my girl. I don't play that. (laughs) 
I don't care what y'all think. This is my friend. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that she did make the right decision for me because I probably would have been kicking and fighting tooth and nail to still do it. And I probably would have still did it because I'm very, I'm a very hard headed person. Like I literally do have to bump my head and see blood before I'd be like, okay, I won't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think you made the right decision for me. Thank you, friend. However, next time drag me out by my dang on legs, kicking, screaming, <laughs> pulling the doorknob. Well, like, well I, at this point, I'm confident there will not be a next Oh, time. baby. That's what, that's what <laughs> the lesson was for. We ain't got to worry about it. Okay. Listen, we ain't got to worry gonna about it. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, God is saying to me today to ask you, what are you afraid of? No, you didn't answer the question. I did answer. It was a wild card question. You were supposed to. I answered. You were just in love. Right. And now my question is what are you afraid of? (sighs) What am I afraid of? And Um, I feel like God told me to give context. I feel like you're being extra. No, I honestly, when when, when a question first came up, God was like, ask her this. And it's not meaning like, oh, I'm afraid of a bug in the street. Or, no, I'm afraid of it's my my, fr- my fears are a whole lot deeper than bugs, baby. I don't. I, okay, so I have been. It's funny that you even said that. And glory to God because maybe God needs me to needs myself needs me to hear this for myself coming out of my own mouth, but. I have been battling with a lot of things that I feel one of them, one of the main things that are attached to those things is a fear. Um, Lately, my fears are just aligning with a lot of things like um, going outside, you know, like ever since COVID and ever since my mom passed and all this other stuff has been happening, like the world has been worlding. I've been like, I don't want to go out there and not for fear of, oh, somebody taking me or anything like that. It's just like, I feel more comfortable, safe, and I can control my environment when I'm at home. So my fear is that I lose control and that's what everything like if I lose control then I'm not safe yeah or I don't feel safe you know um and that's what me creating businesses and like seeking you know relationships of course at this time because although I still have a heart to love I feel fear being in that place that I once was when I was openly loving somebody and like completely giving myself I fear being put back into that mental place of detriment that almost took me out mentally so I can't afford that and it's like in order for me to stay controlled like I kind of stay home yeah and and I think that lately God has been trying to tell me like that's not that's not good like your isolation time is over Mm -hmm. I need for you to expose yourself like you know to people because I need you to do I need to do a work in you and the only way that I can do it is if I'm using you and so I decided 
that I'm going to start taking myself back on dates. And you know how I love my personal, my own personal dates. Well, I have not done that in a while for myself, but I have decided that, okay, God, I'm going to start going back on dates with myself mm-hmm. and just kind of exposing myself a little bit at a time, you know, to the world. You know, I go out and I do things like Target drive up <laughs> and like get a coffee from Starbucks or like, I don't do too much. Like if I'm going somewhere, like I've controlled where I'm going, if that makes sense. Like the comfort of me going to my garage, never having to hit outside to get to the garage and then going to a Target drive up, never leaving my car and coming back home is the safe for me. So. Well, at least, you know, God said work on that. So where your date at? Where your date? Where are you taking yourself this week? Well, I was supposed to go on a date today or maybe tomorrow. Well, today didn't really work out because it's a snowstorm here today. Oh, and it happened quickly. And it's supposed to be one tomorrow. So, so I don't really uh-huh. know what that looks like so far. But You promising yourself a date? For sure. Okay. Probably, if not weekly, every other week. Well, guys, I think we got time for maybe one or two more. So, Fran, where are you going? Let's go. Um, I want to be a bad question, by the way. Okay, let's do another bad. Okay. I don't like that. Describe a time when you think you have seen me unhappy. Oh, I feel like you had... I feel like you had this one put to the side. Like, you knew, like, you wanted to no. use this question. Okay. I did not. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Okay. So I go first and answer the question. Yeah, because yeah, it was my question. Oh, uh, well, to go back, to name a time I saw you unhappy was during the move ins. Was it okay? No, 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 no. Was it during the move-ins or was it? I mean, the whole beginning to end. Oh, friend. No, seriously, beginning. I, it wasn't like oh, when you were thinking about it. Oh, I saw when you moved in. Oh, I saw when you left. No, beginning to end. You weren't happy, and that was hard. That was hard. That was hard. You weren't happy. When I could talk about the beginning, you were conflicted. So that made you unhappy. When you actually moved in, things weren't right. So that made you unhappy. And when you had to walk away, it was hard. So that made you unhappy. So I don't mean to go there (laughs) because I'm getting teary-eyed. But... um, and of course, I know I don't want to keep bringing up your mother, but I definitely know you were unhappy with at that time. But I don't want to, you know. That's a keep, different kind of unhappy, that's, though. That's like, yeah, I grief. couldn't control, yeah, what I was. Yes, yeah, so I don't, through, you know, I don't really want to go there. But yeah, during those times was um when I saw you unhappy, like, and you pretended some days, and yeah. I saw the pretend. I did. It was hard. Like, when you guys come in again, when you really care about somebody and you see them go through things that you can't control, it's hard for you too. Cause it's like, man, like, 
I wanted yeah. you to really see. And it wasn't even just like, okay, you left and that was hard. No, it took time. And then the second, when you went back the second time, I'm like, like all the alarms and bells went off in my head. Cause it was like, man, it took time to even process and get over the first leaving. And I don't think I was just set up in my head like, oh, this not going to work out. I prayed that it would. I'm not going to lie. I, I spoke yeah. to God like, God, like, I want you to do your will with this situation. I'm like, but just don't let it be too hard on her. Just whatever it is, it make it the best situation for her. And seeing you have to walk away for the second time was even harder than the first time. And I'm talking about what it was for me. So I can only imagine, well, I seen what you went through. But yeah, to answer that question, that was it. And I don't like this question. (laughs) Well, to kind of speak on what you said, I think that I for sure was not happy. And if I can be 100% honest, probably most of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, I won't lie. We, by the time I entered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that that was. I think that. When you met me. I had. True story. <laughs> I had given up. And sold all my furniture. And. Everything that I had owned in my apartment to go on and build a life with this person. And I had always been praying to God, you know, like, show me, you know, if I'm making the right choices, if I'm making the right decisions. And I felt like I was, but at the same time, there were moments where I was absolutely like, oh my God, you probably are making like a bad decision right now. And um, when I did that, thinking that we were going to move out of town and start our life together, because that's ultimately what we had conversations about in our relationship, it all came to a halt when things did not pan out. Mm-hmm. And his reasons were not reasons that included me. Um, his reasons were valid, but they were not life. Deci- like I just gave up everything I have. Granted, he was in a position where he was living with somebody and he was rebuilding too. So we would technically be real rebuilding together. And that, was that moment where I was like, yeah, I'm not happy here. And I think even at at that moment, we, I'll say we took a break. We broke up for like six months. And in that six month breakup, I obviously didn't have, I, I gave up my apartment, like I said, everything. I was not working a job, like nothing, because the plan was to be gone. And, um, that all didn't work out and I ended up going to stay back with my parents for like nine months or something while I recouped everything. While I got another job, I worked a a job where, um, I worked in the hospital 
and I left there to come to my new job or whatever. So at that time, like it was, it was really like, I, I knew at that moment, like I was not happy with this person and I still, and we talked about this, like me still taking those leaps into a relationship where I knew I probably shouldn't, but I wanted to see what was there. I wanted to give it a chance. I wanted to like, and I moved in with the person. Like we ended up, he ended up buying everything in the house, like everything. Like I didn't really have to pay for anything. He bought everything in the house and furnished the entire house. And um, yeah, we moved in together. So yeah, I would say from that point, I realized that, yeah, this relationship is probably not making me happy and it just got worse and worse. Like it never got better. And even mm -hmm. after the second time, because right before the second time I was on a healing journey. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point I was, I said to myself like, okay, I'm healed. I'm healed in the department where I know what I need to do in a relationship to give another person you know and you know meet them at their needs so if it doesn't work out it wasn't me like I know that if it doesn't work out this time it wasn't me because now I'm coming to you healed I've done the work I've done everything if I if it doesn't work out now then it's it's you bro <laughs> and I walked it's away feeling like feeling accomplished and feeling like yeah that it was you yeah, yeah. As right. say, yeah. it was you so. so yeah go ahead describe a time when you think you have seen me unhappy <sighs> okay so this is going to be hard for me because when you really care about a person and you do see them like just in a space where they absolutely don't have the answers and don't know what to do and you have been that person that has been you know providing these answers the whole time or at least assisting with advice the entire time I can't, I won't, I won't speak on this. I won't say exactly what the situation was because I feel like it's personal for me and for you. But I will say it was a day that you got in my car and you were like trying to be normal and you burst out crying. And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't, it was new. Our friendship was still fresh. Um, and it was like, I didn't really know what to do because I had never seen you cry. And the cry was like a hurt. It wasn't like a, yeah. like a, yeah, it wasn't like I'm mad. It was like, I'm hurting. Oh, I need to know what this was. We talking about no, this afterwards. we not talking about this. Because <laughs> I'm getting teary-eyed. I'm feeling something. I don't even know what I'm feeling. <laughs> like, for real, like, it was it was this hurt. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, what do I do with this person that I know, but I hardly know? What do I do with the amount of emotions that they're giving, giving to me right now? 
and I wanted to like handle it, but handle it properly. But then it was such a sensitive situation. It's like I had to find a way to tiptoe around it, mm-hmm. but also be present. And I was fearful of whether or not I would make the wrong decision or say the wrong things. So I, I really did tread lightly in, you know, what I advised or how I felt about it. Um, but to see a person get in the car and not know certain things and is saying, I don't, how could this happen? Like, is this possible? You know, like, is this like, what am I going to do? Like, what, what do you think I should do? And I, I, oh my God, like, I just, I just didn't know what to say. And I think if I recall, I think I did give advice, but I really did not know. Like, I was like, this is like, God, why would you put this in my hands? Like, (laughs) out of all the people, yeah, like (laughs) out of all the people, like, I know her, but I don't know her enough to advise this. You know what I mean? Like, and then I think in that moment, God was like, you've been here before, you know, you've been in this situation before. Tell her what, what you feel, you know, tell her what, what you've experienced. Tell her what you know about being in this place or being in this position. And pretty much that's what I did, but and it, and, it was, and it was something that you can't really advise somebody. It's a decision that they really have to make on their own. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can't tell you what to, I, I don't have the answer, but I got to say something. Yeah, I don't have an answer and I can't really advise because you got to do this. You mm-hmm. have to figure this out. Because yeah. you're crying yeah. in the Malibu right now. <laughs> you're crying in the Malibu. <laughs> And we almost at work, bro. <laughs> like, please, like, we can't go in here like this. Tore up. Okay. Okay, guys, we cannot end up. I'm going to go with a good. <laughs> we got to do a good, and then we got to get out of here. I don't even know if we're going to do a what you tell. We oh, Okay. 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 Let's do a good. Okay. Um, what do you think is my superpower? Ugh. I think your superpower is... Is this gonna get mushy? Because we can skip uh, everything I do is mushy. Oh, I think that your superpower is just the way that you. It's just the way that you love on your kids, like Ooh. as a mom, and I. I'll say this as a mom that I know your history and I know where you come from, the amount of things that you didn't know that you make sure that they know the amount of allowing them to have a voice in a space where you probably felt like you didn't have one. Um, you know, letting them learn how to freely be themselves, but also keeping them aligned. Mm-hmm. 
is like a hard thing for a parent to do because and then you have kids in different age ranges like it's like oh I got an adult basically you know I have a large medium and a small yeah basically yeah and it's like you have to parent in three different styles on any given day and all of them in one day at the same time right and it's like I think that your superpower is just that like just knowing how to maneuver with your your children and how the way that you love on them the way that you pour into them um yeah I appreciate that because you already know my children and how they're being raised is one of my insecurities I'm always feeling like am I doing enough am I doing it right did I make the right decision with this um yeah so I really appreciate that and it makes me feel good like some not that I do it to be noticed because I still don't fully feel like I'm I got this thing down yeah. back who does but it is good to be like okay well somebody does know so yeah or see like okay so I am it might be doing something a little right so I definitely appreciate that and I so think having I a have... superpower though is not being like cocky about it it's just like natural for you you know what I mean and it comes natural for you so yeah um I would say your superpower is your healer And I say that because healers leave impact. And speaking for myself, it's been parts of me that you've helped me heal that I didn't even know needed to be healed. And I see how you operate with other people and how you handle other people. And it's always from a loving, caring healing place you leave an impact wherever you go and it's always good so I definitely feel like your superpower is that you're you're a healer you're meant to impact in a positive way and heal people okay because you're my friend cry like I'm not trying to cry I'm not even held back tears like on three questions already (sighs) friend don't cry okay we were supposed to end on a good note. If we made it through the tough <laughs> question. <laughs> it's Women's Month. The women are emotional, just in case y'all didn't know. But no, they know. You I dealt love- with a woman or you are one. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, I, you know, I love that you even said that we're going to close the show out pretty soon. But I just want to say, like, I love that you just said that because not only that was that confirmation for me that. I am in my God-given purpose because that's exactly what I've been told previously, you know, mm-hmm. and that is the work that I do. And I, I work hard at that work. And even in the mm-hmm. process of me, <laughs> in the process of me working through that for myself, I just do or tell other people like, this is what you need because mm-hmm. I know what I needed. And I didn't always have a therapist, but God was like my therapist. Oh my God. <laughs> so not to be on here crying, but like 
for you to say that was confirmation for me. And it also, as my friend, you affirmed me to let me know that this is who you are. So I appreciate that. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) I'm going to just say this. We have to, we're we're probably going to do a part two because this was the, I feel good about this. Um, I hope it's received well with you guys and uh this will be the one time i'm glad y'all can't see me ugly cry Mm. but yeah we we went well over i don't know about a would you tell should we do one or Um, just leave it uh, let's we could just leave we're gonna leave it on a note right here because i'm i'm i feel good about even though i'm crying and my nose is snotty and all of those things don't judge me okay but I just want to say that I thank you guys for listening. We have um, definitely been putting our our blood, sweat, and tears into this podcast. Um, We plan to continue to, you know, do our best and try to provide the content that we are able to and still, you know, do according to God's will. And that's just what this is all about. So um, you guys know where to find us. Even though I got tears in my eyes, hit us up. Follow us on Instagram at golden underscore perceptions and on Facebook at golden perceptions podcast. Always, always hit us up in the, um, on the email and let us know, you know, how you feel about the podcast, any suggestions, any changes you feel like we need to make. Um, we're always open to listening to what you think. Uh, because you guys are our friends too and we love you guys so what you got for us friend and yeah just to piggyback don't be shy talk to us people period let us know some things you might want us to discuss any questions you have if you have a would you tell what would you do scenario you want us to bring up we're we're open we'll do it for you we'll get the job done um don't forget to like share y'all can leave us comments again as she said we love y'all we appreciate y'all and i am strongly considering a unpack that part too so guys we appreciate y'all for listening and we will talk to you all soon bye bye